0: Oh, oh, one
1: more thing.
0: Well, listen, there's one more thing. Uh, Just one more thing. Yes, just one more thing. A podcast about Colombo. I'm RJ White.
1: I'm John Morris, and on this episode, we'll be discussing The Greenhouse Jungle. Originally broadcast on October 15th, which, by the way, is my wedding anniversary. Thanks, everybody. 1972. Directed by Boris Segal. Written by Jonathan Latimer. And starring Ray Milland, Bob Dishy, Sandra Smith, Arlene Martell, a guy I was positive was Bruce Dern at first, and of course, <laughs> Peter Falk as Columbo.
0: And each time we're joined by a special guest, this show, it's Kevin Mellon, a storyboard and comic artist, but before we bring him on, John, yes, please sir. guide me down the hill so that I do not fall.
1: nice Uh, well RJ uh, in this episode feckless trust fund baby Tony Goodland and his sneering uncle Jarvis seeming all the world like some sort of evil Worcester and Jeeves hatch a fake kidnapping plan in order to get their hands on Tony's trust fund cause it contains a whopping 300,000 clams (laughs) even split two ways this should be enough money for Tony to woo back his philandering wife and pay off her man ogre boy toy if only he had the chance that is after the payoff, Orchid cuddling Jarvis plugs his dim-witted nephew and absconds with a dosh. I hope he enjoys it, because his sloppily laid plan begins disintegrating almost immediately. If not for Tony's not-Mistress Gloria putting the idea of framing the Widow Goodland into Jarvis's head, it might have all fallen apart. And it does anyway. But... What can you expect when the killer is not only facing the deductive powers of our favorite Rumpel detective, but also of Sergeant John Frederick Wilson? The rule-following procedure wonk who's blazing a trail at the LAPD. Yes, Wilson's combing closets and Columbo's sifting dirt. And it all ends in the solarium of secrets and lies.
0: <laughs> thank you, That John. was
1: excellent. Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Uh,
2: um, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Well, we have someone uh, new on. I always ask them uh so what is your history with Colombo how did you uh, come to Colombo as it were
2: Uh it's a lifelong history um I uh, was born in, in 79 but so a lot of the ones that I love had aired by then um but uh, I grew up with both parents and grandparents who just constantly watched them so I think at that point the actual regular season stuff was going on I'm not sure they weren't still movies of the week you guys can probably correct me on that <clears throat> Um, but, uh, like I just basically, they were always on. So it was Columbo, uh, Murder, She Wrote, Matlock, uh, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, like oh, basically yeah. any, any sort of, uh, a lot of, um, I,
0: no, I think that's the first Scarecrow and Mrs. King I mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> I, think it might be, I, yeah. I feel kind of surprised that it hasn't come up before. Oh now. man. I, it didn't I, it's even, even pop things... into my head.
2: I want to I want to have... track it down and rewatch it because it's I, I I haven't seen it since then but I have fond memories of it I'm sure it's probably terrible but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and it's one of those things where and because you know the way syndication worked you know it, and there was so few channels back then they were just constantly rerun so I always I mean I just grew up with them always on and then once cable became a thing they were always on some channel at some point um so I and it, it's it's they are good but also because i grew up with them they're also comforting so it's easy nice. to just go back and like and you know with the same thing with murder she wrote like especially the first like few seasons of murder she wrote like i can watch those over and over because it's like i've seen these things literally hundreds of times at this point so like i don't know them like the back of my hand but it's just they've always been on so right. yeah. well, you're gonna
1: you're gonna love that we're doing a murder she wrote podcast after <laughs> this
2: <laughs> stop, <laughs> it. stop <laughs> it well that one i mean there's so much more to do with that one because there's with so many episodes like i and,
0: that would, that would yeah that, that'd be like a millstone for like 15 years doing that thing if we did that i would i would vote we'll more for a um matlock one than a murder she wrote one for some reason if you Let's, do that uh, like
2: yeah let me know because i want to yeah. talk about that goddamn circus episode that pisses me the oh sorry matlock or what <laughs> no yeah, yeah we, matlock yeah can i cuss on this yeah, Just so yeah no okay. it's fine you're fine it's actually
1: required yeah. you're okay, okay.
2: No, yeah. there's every every te- every television show, and I hope this stops now that circuses are going away, but every television show has <laughs> it, has the circus episode, you know, and now they have the Comic-Con episode and all that bullshit. Well, I mean, Columbo but, like,
0: had that, too. Like, the, the, yeah, uh, the they all
2: do. The Fisher Stevens episode ended with that
0: yes. bizarre, bizarre dream sequence thing <laughs> where Columbo yeah. was dressed as uh, the, the um, ringmaster at the very mm-hmm. end of it, yeah.
2: So weird. And but I think it's such a, a product of like, you know, growing up, like people growing up, like, like, you know, like, there's still enough people that grew up where circuses were such a regular occurrence that, yeah, of course, it makes its way into TV shows. And plus, because of the nature of it, people come in and out makes for a good plot of like, you know, not normal people and something bad happens and then got to solve it before they leave kind of thing. Right. So I get no, no,
0: it. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah no, with Matlocks uh, Matlocks I think was a two parter, if I remember right. Anyways. Yeah, well, well, you can't contain know, that.
1: But, I want to diverge because I want to hear the plot. I just I don't mind taking five minutes to hear about this. Oh but,
2: man, I I'll have to look it up. I don't actually remember the okay. plot. I want to say there was a, a, a... like a daughter or a cousin. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up real it's quick. It's always
0: cause... it's always like some nephew or cousin yeah. of Matlocks was involved yeah. in some sort of murder. No, it's the same, it's same thing all with all the J- time, with, yeah. Yeah, with Jessica Fletcher too, yeah, yeah. Well I mean there was that there actually there was an episode of Murder She Wrote where she was actually having to testify at some trial and um Oh God, why is his name going out of my face? Uh, shoot.
1: Dang. <laughs> going out of my face. But no, she, she's, why uh, is his name going out, going my out of my face? Uh, sorry.
0: Patrick McGowan. Patrick McGowan was this uh oh, okay. prosecutor who actually brought up the fact that wherever she goes yeah. there's a murder. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> she's on the stand and Patrick Goon is this attorney who say like "Yeah, you know, it seems kind of strange that wherever you go there's some sort of murder surrounding you or one of your relatives which, <laughs> which I is think is wonderful the... especially him him yeah. being the, the actor who does that is, is just great yeah
2: well that's why I love the theory that she's the one kill, like she's the serial killer oh yeah I've heard
0: that that's like... a wonderful one yes yeah that's... it's great or she um, has all right, this so... aura around her that just causes <laughs> people to kill and kill and kill yeah.
2: So this, this Matlock episode, I didn't see what season it's in. It doesn't really matter. But it says uh, Homer Fleming, the clown, asks Ben Matlock <laughs> oh, to represent no. him <laughs> while he's accused of killing his partner, Simon. When Conrad – I don't know who Conrad is. Uh, is that the cop? Oh, who told-
0: yeah, that that was his, like, investigator. Yeah, Conrad. Oh, that's yeah. – yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah, Conrad,
2: yeah, yeah, Conrad. Yeah, yeah. Told Matlock he was interested in doing investigative work while attending the circus. Matlock finds out that everybody had be? a – yeah. Malek finds out that everybody had a good mind of hating Simon LeSimple. Simple. There's so many names. Well, okay. I guess so he's a clown. Homer, of course you want to murder him. Yeah, Homer he the is Clown is. Simon
1: Le Simple? Yeah,
0: he's probably one of the clowns, too. Well, okay. he yeah, he was one Arrival of the he was, clown. the.
2: he was the partner of the guy. So Simon Le Simple was killed by <laughs> Homer the Clown. God, damn it. And Conrad gets to be a part of the investigative work because. Yeah, okay.
1: All right. And who, well, and also. Who scripted (laughs) this? Dostoevsky? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) What a classic. Um, You know, in in comic books, they do the circus thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I always remember is whenever something takes place at the circus, there's always a chance for somebody to yell, hey, Rube. And then there's an (laughs) asterisk and a little yellow box. Explain what that is. Yeah. Hey, Rube is carny talk for everybody. Help or whatever. Wait, what? Yeah. No, it's not. I know it's nothing. It's just like you know, it gets That's people's nuts. attention, but they always describe it as being like relevant to whatever the the issue is when somebody says it.
0: All right. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Colombo. Who? I don't know. I don't. I forget. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so this episode, I, I, when this one was chosen, I was a little apprehensive because I remember seeing it uh, a couple years ago, um, and it was uh, in the course of uh, there's some folks over in England. They do this like a Columbo t v live Twitter thing where they will watch an episode of Columbo and people commented on, and I said oh, I'll participate in one of these, and I'm watching it and uh typing stuff out and then uh, realizing, wow, I hated this episode, and so we were when this one's chosen for this, uh, I was very apprehensive, but then I ended up liking it a lot, and I don't know why the <laughs> contrast happened because before I... most of it mm. was. I was so bothered by Ray Milan's performance in it the first time, but this time I loved his performance in this.
2: Oh, he's amazing. It's one of those things where I think like in the context of great Colombo performances, his actually rises to kind of towards the top because he's basically kind of doing this weird arch nemesis performance it's of Columbo. So broad.
0: It's so yeah. broad and strange. It is and there's well, nothing I, realistic about it at all, and it's funny as heck
2: but I, I that's what I'm saying is I think it's like a mirror image of Columbo, like it's literally kind oh. of a Batman joker thing like that's kind of what I love about it It's huh. like when like when I saw that this episode was available, I was like i I can do that because like the plot is almost unnecessary. it's just Milan versus Colombo well you know uh what are milan's character's name um uh, Jarvis. Jar- Jarvis. Jarvis Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis which, but, Goodland. Which makes it so yeah. ridiculous too. Yeah. Before we get too far into it, I really want to know if the writers are comic book fans because Tony is the guy the nephew that's killed and Jarvis mm-hmm. is the uncle. Tony and Jarvis. Like, oh, I didn't even oh, think about that. Point. Oh yeah, my gosh. It's little, yeah, I hadn't noticed it until I was rewatching it today and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, actually, one thing that's interesting about the uh, the writer.
0: Uh, the writer of this episode was the same guy who wrote the screenplay for The Big Clock, which is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite noir films, which stars Ray Milland. Okay. Back no, in the 1940s. The, I love that film, and I, I was just shocked to see like it was the same screenwriter like 30 years missed... later. Yeah, this wrote him, a lot yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah.
2: he, crap, he wrote a crap ton of... Uh, he wrote 20 episodes of Perry Mason? That's cr- well, he wrote oh. more than that, actually. And actually,
0: actually, uh, John, he wrote an episode of the 1960s 87 Pre-think- Precinct series.
2: Oh, sweet. Which yes. we still gotta... We gotta so still he
0: kind like, touched on that a little bit, which is odd. Huh. Uh, given the shitty 90s versions of them, but Yeah. <laughs>
2: See, and I don't know that show at all. What, is 80, did they, was it still called 87th Precinct when it was remade? Or
0: Well, no, they didn't remake it. It was just that um, Ed McBain was this author uh, who wrote a whole bunch of novels about this 87th mm-hmm. Precinct New York. And they tried doing two 90s Columbo episodes based on those, but then just pretty much did a search and replace in the uh, word processing program for Columbo with some other character. And it just didn't work <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was it were nightmares. Yeah, it's a there terrible, was a, terrible couple Colombo episodes.
1: Yeah. There's a black and white um eighty seventh precinct series, which is fantastic. And we discussed this a couple times. Stars Norman Fell in one of the roles
2: oh, nice. as a yeah. as
1: like this completely beat up, tired cop, and he's fantastic. Yeah, That's and, like, and then yeah.
0: the and the guy who wrote this wrote like a uh, wrote for that series, so I was surprised to see that.
2: <laughs> um what was going to say? Oh, it's like the thing I love most about like the way this one starts is it starts in the classic Columbo sense of like we see the villain doing villainous things. But kind of <laughs> the thing is, though, is like he literally does the thing. He does the bad thing. He makes the phone call and is like and then he gets a call five minutes later. Like we haven't even had enough time to be away from him. To mm-hmm. sit there and give him a chance to kind of reset, he instantly kind of goes into Arch, like, oh, this is a thing that happened? Oh, I'm so sorry that this happened.
0: Right, it's one like of it... those weird ones where Columbo is brought in before the murder actually happens, which yeah, yeah. doesn't happen there very was, uh... often in the series, which I thought was actually kind of cool they did that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, the, the Columbo file talks about that a little bit, because this would have been... Oh. The 11th episode of Columbo, if you, you count them that way. Oh,
0: that's right. it. And so, oh.
1: yeah, so this is the first time they deviate from that formula, and apparently oh. it was really done so that they could try it and see, like, if the audience would rebel at the, at the unpredictability. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so they've done it a few more times, and I think, by and large, it usually works. There's only, mm-hmm. There's three major exceptions to that rule, but... The thing that that was killing me about the opening, I was laughing so hard I had to start the episode over. Oh really? Because, Why? About what? Because he picks up the phone and he makes this anonymous phone call with the the handkerchief in front oh, of it.
0: The right. handkerchief makes him sound even more like Ray Milland somehow. Exactly. He's got like somehow he no created sense. a
1: Ray Milland magnifying device. Like my yes. dear, it's like what the fuck? And then he pick, when he answers the phone later, it's the same voice. He doesn't. He clearly wasn't asking <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was and that. The- yeah, There was that thing, of. and the fact that, you know, when the phone rings and we see the clock showing you it's like three in the morning. <laughs> then she reaches over and turns the clock to face her. Why wasn't the clock facing her? You don't I mean, put clocks well, on a desk and face them away.
0: And not just that, the <laughs> clock was also near an autographed photo of her husband. <laughs> which, I don't know about you, John, but I know uh, my wife, uh, on her side of the bed... I've got a signed photo sitting right there, so she knows that's a photo of me. And then I say, uh, with warm regards, R.J. White.
2: That's the thing is, like, what does this guy do? Because I don't remember ever hearing that he's, like, a famous... No,
0: there's nothing like that at
2: all. He's just a trust fund kid. There's nothing to justify that. Yeah,
0: there's nothing to justify it.
2: But he gave the same photo signed to two different women.
1: Yes, Yes.
0: and one he's smiling and one he's not. (laughs) (laughs) He's got two different sets of headshots.
1: Yeah. That he hands out to people. I assumed that odd. the one for his. I assumed the one for his wife was really passive aggressive of him, yeah. so that when she was getting plowed by her man ogre boyfriend. Oh Jesus Christ, Ken
0: Nichols! What a creep! Yeah,
1: he, <laughs> he, he's God. but he's like quintessential like plastic like
2: barrel dude, like just yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like like making his way through the seventies as best he can. Like, oh, I better grow <laughs> my hair out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's he's fascinating. Every story I read about him, he's just like this uncontrollable muscular maniac.
0: Wait, the actor? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't research him. Like what? Please please do tell.
1: Like what? I, I can't remember what. There's more than one. First off, he's like his whole life story is fascinating. He came out of like dust bowl poverty and got into acting, which is astonishing. Like as a kid, right? He's he's like I think he's the world. He was for a while the world champion arm wrestler. Which oh, is a pretty, man, a pretty Over claim. the top, nice. But, but like, he would show up on set. Like the, he would not show up for rehearsals, not show up for for costume tests, and then he would just show up like unshaven, shirtless, and like scars and bandages all over his body. <laughs> what? And just like, like he'd been bar fighting his way to the studio. Oh my wow. god. Yeah, and I like the amount, The thing I know him from is is Conan, because he was Conan's father. Oh really? And oh, I, oh, I just watching him move so stiffly around the uh, the set, because he really did walk like two different people were operating his feet. <laughs> uh, I just remember that, like on Conan, I don't think he moves. I think he's just behind a black like an anvil the whole time, <laughs> which is a, which is the right choice. Hands he, down.
0: He did voices on the Justice League show, the Bruce Timm Justice like the, League show. Oh, really? Who do you do? Uh he's on War World part 1 and part 2 Draga so he played some kind of Kirby oh. sort of dark side minion kind of dude which kind of no, makes sense
1: No Draga know isn't isn't Kirby but I'm not going to bore you guys with Superman stuff Oh what <laughs> would you know John about comic book things <laughs> Please. But uh I will tell you that uh that he played Frankenstein on an episode of Fantasy Island. Actually, I'm scrolling I'm, I'm scrolling I'm yeah. scrolling
0: through his IMDB. It's a long, long list of credits. My God.
2: His you know personal, what? He's yeah, his a working personal actor. List. That's good. Hmm? His personal list of credits, like his trivia, like he, this dude is amazing. He's done some amazing stuff. He had a thirty one in one record as an amateur boxer. My God, yeah. what? Good played semi pro football in Germany?
1: What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way, we should just be
2: talking about him the whole time.
0: This is nuts. Dude. Hold on,
2: this oh, this is good. He won a muscle beach contest by performing thirty-five inverted handstand dips, and I don't know what that is, but that sounds oh fucking God. amazing. Wow. <laughs> Studied Kung Fu? Like <laughs> this guy is yeah.
0: I, I've been judging the, the the portrayal of Ken Nichols too much. And he to bring it down. back around,
2: his favorite writer is Dostoevsky. So, oh, my you Nice.
1: Know. <laughs> John Morris bringing that in. Uh, he, he turned down the role of Tarzan. Everything about this is fascinating. Wow. Weird. yeah, But
2: oh it gosh, says he doubled. For, oh, this is, yeah, this guy's amazing. Um, And he's from Columbia, Missouri, which is about two hours south of Kansas City, Missouri. So, or oh. not south, but two hours uh, east of Kansas City, Missouri, which is where I'm from. Oh, so. oh really? He's, yeah, he was in the my, uh, last
1: my, uh,
0: Sorry, sorry, please.
1: Oh, no, I was just—he's on the—he's in the last episode of Batman. Oh, which I think it's like one of—I—I I stopped watching halfway through the third season because I was getting bored. But uh, he plays. Oh, he's—it's um a Carolyn Jones episode. No, it's a jaja Gabor episode. And he plays—he plays somebody called Adonis of jaja's uh, Zsa henchmen. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, well, there we go. Eh. So there you go. Which,
2: you know, nice. it's fitting that because I mean, he definitely has that kind of henchman-y Greek look that you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, that that that's <laughs> that's why uh, Kathy Goodland was into him. Why wouldn't you be? The weird. No, I think they had
1: a, I think they had a real meeting of the minds. I mean, their personalities just sizzled. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. No, that relationship on screen, you could tell there, there was a connection there. Her Ugh. whole
2: kind of like acting style in this in this episode is kind of amazing because it's like especially at the end when she's like she's been arrested like they're tra- taking her to jail but then don't take her to jail like and then like like everything she does she's just kind of like well I'm here <laughs> yeah. like yeah like there's <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's no real like there's no real like like yeah uh, that's a good
0: way to can, put it yes. Yeah, yeah, she's not
2: terrible. It's just kind of like like it's I don't know. I've seen worse acting, but I wouldn't even call what she's doing acting. It's more just kind of like I'm reading lines and I'm here. Like,
0: yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a very natural person, just just uh, saying stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I I thought she had a lot of like I was expecting great stuff from her for two reasons. What uh, the the short one being that whenever Jarvis was lobbing broadsides at her, <laughs> she just asshole. God, I know, no, my, like, God. her husband's murdered, missing, and maybe murdered, and he's just, like, being a complete dick. But, well, I
0: mean, even but, in her presence, he's just still just insulting her and yeah. saying terrible, terrible things. Like, oh, a weakling with a spendthrift wife. It's like, oh, my and God, she, like, lay off.
1: The, the way that she, like, she went from, like, concern to utter frustration with Jarvis I thought was great. But the scene I liked is when she called Gloria the, the not-mistress. Hmm. And I mm, thought, yeah, okay, yeah. so this is going to be a good interplay between, you know, two Star Trek actresses, basically. Right. Um, that I was really hoping would, you know, grow and pay off, and they just they cut it right there, and so we never got any more of that.
2: But I will say that the the not mistress mistress like milks her scene for all it's worth.
1: I love her. She's yeah, <laughs> kind of fun. One
0: of my favorite things have, too is I when didn't... she when she uh, when she's with uh, Ray Meland. It's such a weird, old-fashioned, cheesy scene where they're in the uh, greenhouse, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. thinks she's about to uh, squeeze him for the murder or something like that, right. and he's pulling like the gun out of the drawer, and he finds out she's actually trying to pin it on the uh, the ex-wife, and he's just like, oh, well, I guess I don't have to murder you now, all right. But he was within a hair's breadth of just shooting her in the head, which is a little
2: creepy and awful. Well, they spend scene. all that they it's spend like, all yeah. that time in the they spend all that time in the beginning making you think he's going to shoot uh, the nephew anyways because every time right. he's got the gun in his hand he's pointing it at the nephew. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. basically he spends a lot of time just looking menacing with that gun.
0: But they they had to wait till phase three for that phase three of the plan, <laughs> which ends up being oh a God. little harsh.
1: <laughs> a for little nephews. bit. There's so, so many moving parts, and that's always the come down. For yeah. These guys and. Uh, yeah, it was do, a way I, too
0: complicated of a plan, but Ray Milan makes it seem like a fun, complicated, awful right? plan because he just wants, I guess, and I guess his entire time, his, his entire, like, sort of uh, thing is just wanting the money to buy more flowers, which is the only sort of motive they give Actually, for it. Actually,
1: yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like, there's three, there tends to be three motives in Columbo. There's, there's revenge, there's greed, uh, and there's blackmail. And I I can't think of another episode where the only reason that he wanted to I guess well I guess maybe you know, I was gonna say any old port in a storm might be he just wanted to buy he, more wine but that really wasn't it he was trying he was revenge he was avenging himself right he wanted the, to like keep the, the land
0: keep the he wanted to be able to keep the yeah. vineyard the, the vineyard yeah yeah
1: and right. Milan like I didn't even get that Milan wanted to buy more orchids he had a shit ton and they're expensive. So he That's... could have sold them, you know.
0: Yeah, they didn't they didn't like justify like oh he need he's hard up for money. It just it's a mm-hmm. weird thing where it almost seemed like it was for sport in a way or just because he was so disdainful of the nephew i
1: think i think it was just that he hated those two people so much oh,
2: that's God. yeah that's exactly yeah. it. like Oof. it very much like like the like you're like you're kind of like illuminating parts of his motive that i'm like i don't think i've ever caught on to the fact that he was even doing any of that yeah. cuz like he like yeah it's there but like he so hates this kid like it feels like he's just doing it just to get rid of them
1: i wish Oof. they had told us more Such about a jerk. 'Cause obviously, obviously Tony is his is Jarvis's brother's kid. Yeah. Right. And I would love to know like if there was something between Jarvis and his brother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would, like, so an... he transfers
0: uh, it to him. Uh, well no, yeah. like that's oh,
1: okay. that's the thing is I just assume that, that he didn't
2: get the money that the kid got. Like, and so that's why he's you know, it's one of those things where like he ultimately this is should have been his like, all of this should have been his, and that's why he's... And plus, he hates them anyways, so...
0: Right. Which he does every single Trump. turn. He brings up every single turn. He does. And oh you know what? The,
2: one of... I wish I'd written it down, but one of his best insults is he calls him wife-ridden. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's almost one of those things where I'm like, is there some sort of, like, hidden, like, he's, like, a frustrated um, homosexual, or, like, is he, like... Um, like, like his wife left him or cheated on him, and
0: well, like, th- like there's basically it might be something I think closer to John and his uh, summary, like a Worcester s character, where he would just see that as some sort of like,
1: yeah. oh, you don't need
0: that, like yeah, you don't need a yeah. wife. He just they're always coming after you for your money and stuff. So I think I think it's almost more of that. He's just like this very old money sort of,
2: yeah, and rich it kind of made me think just... that like. Yeah, like it gets, maybe it, it he's... gets in the
0: way of your pursuits in life, and like, eh, Mm-hmm. Well, it cares. gets in the way
2: of his flowers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's... and that's the thing is he does have his love is that is that damn greenhouse, um,
0: <laughs> which Which, you I, mean,
2: would... which I mean, they keep saying that, and you've got the greenhouse, mm-hmm.
0: but as far as I can recall, there are no scenes where you see he's got any sort of tenderness towards those. Like, there's no sort of any feeling towards the flowers, but you just kind of. Are told that, and you're shown the set of a lot of it, but there's mm. nothing where he seems softer towards them to make you feel like, oh, well, that's his true passion in life. It just seems like it's more of a thing he does, yeah.
1: and that's it. the yeah. uh, The thing with most Columbo killers who have that quality where there's something they're obsessed with, if Columbo gets too close to those things, they freak out a little. Mm. And Milan, like, so Columbo like comes in with his African violet, and he's just running around picking up expensive like twelve hundred dollar orchids. And Milan wanders over and just kind of like, yeah, that's a fucking orchid is what that is. <laughs> Hucks it down. Doesn't really seem to give a shit about those orchids. It's, yeah. It's utterly bizarre. He's he's a weird character that I, I think just not a lot of explanation was given to the motives.
2: No, and there wasn't. But I also think like the, it's one of those things where like – I, I you almost feel like they sacrificed plot for him to just be this sort of like nefarious villain almost like it's almost like hmm. there was maybe a note at some point where someone said hey we need to give him more backstory and they're like nah fuck it get get Ray Milan. he'll just <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: he'll the he'll arch... scenery it'll be fine
2: he'll arch his eyebrow and he'll look like the evil version of Columbo and it'll be fine so because,
0: yeah. See, I think it's like uh, the first time I saw this I'd seen him in the um. The first episode of Columbo, like the first regular episode, mm-hmm. and he does such a great job in that. No, exactly. Uh, versus that, Robert yeah. Culp. Yeah. And I was, I, was, I was expecting that sort of same sort of measured, subtle, straight performance. <laughs> yeah. And then you get this just goofy, over the top, just almost vaudevillian sort of villain. And it's just so strange. It's such a, That's contrast. a good, yeah. yeah.
2: That's a good way to put it because it's almost like he. he... Kind of relished the kind of like, yeah, the very like Simon LeGray, like a twist in the mustache
0: kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which like yeah, which kind of fun to
0: watch, but it's strange.
2: Yeah. Totally, and I think that's what makes um, the girlfriend or wife's performance kind of stand out as being so completely not that. Because I think had she been in any other episode of Columbo, her rather dry performance would have not been notable. Oh. But every scene she has, she's with Columbo or with him, and both of them are such large characters. Hmm. I don't know. Like because it's like I think about a lot of the other Columbo episodes and like people are gener like she probably would have been a murderer in a different murderer in a different episode yeah. because she would have been just like cold and chill. I don't know. I just yeah. yeah she was no, she that's usually, a good point, yeah. She had a better motive. Oh
1: no, definitely. Struggle. Oh, oh yeah. way better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well and like, that's even, the, imagine yeah. if she had misunder like she obviously misunderstood the weird mistress relationship, which by the way, we ought to talk about at some
2: point. I understand it. Yeah.
1: Um, but, uh, cause fake Bruce Dern is a simp is what it oh, is. Fake but Bruce Dern, that's good. <laughs> uh, if I could, uh, anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm completely lost what I was going to say. And so I'm just making that noise. Okay. That's good. Uh, no, what I was saying though, is that like, if she had misunderstood the relationship, which you kind of think she does yep. her, you know, if she thinks she's going to lose her husband and all the money's locked up in a trust, so she can't get half of it in the divorce. Right. That's an amazing motive. Yeah. But you know what, that, what, what didn't happen that it, she wasn't even really looked at until the last 15 minutes of the episode. Right. Well,
2: she wasn't looked at also, um, <coughs> you know, uh, the guy we just spent so long talking about, uh, uh what's his face? the, the boxer Tarzan Conan guy. Yeah. The weird, um, the
0: weird, uh, homunculus Ken. Nichols. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. He wasn't even looked at, like he had more motive than, Oh yeah. Than, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, I, I kind of wonder if there was another version of this, like where that was more of a plot and well, it actually, somehow just kind of ended up at, at where we, with what we have, you know?
0: Well, actually I seen, I really liked in this uh, with Columbo, uh, where he just is just cold, cold drops on them on the boat. I saying like, oh, well, you know, uh, someone was going to pay him 50000 bucks to leave you, and he was going to take Aww. it. And then Columbo <laughs> just walks away. Just destroying their relationship, which I thought was like, oh, that's... Ooh, that's, that's a nice one, Columbo.
2: <laughs> that's,
0: that's pretty good. Oof,
2: I will say that man. the looks back and forth between him and her as he says that and leaves are pretty great. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, that and, like, also, and also the scene uh, when is um, talking to her at the house... Informing her about everything, and then uh, the the big dude shows up, and just like the way that uh, Falk reacts, like, "Oh, you've got a boyfriend." This like his reaction there is great too.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know? yeah. Yeah, she really she really lays hard on the. uh, I don't care what you think, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pedal, which he really, really clearly. Does that blow right your here. mind, man? There was an element of that, like. She, she can't can't you handle that? Are you square?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, we've done pretty well, I think, on covering everybody in the episode so far except. Yeah. Columbo. Bob or, or, Dishy. Wh- who
0: were you going to well, say? Well, hold on, though. You, oh, Bob did, Dishy, we... yes. Oh, Bob Dishy, yes.
2: Oh, yeah. But you wanted to cover uh, the the not girlfriend girlfriend. Oh, right. oh yeah. We got yes. to talk about that let's real Let's do that, yeah. So... Well, let's
0: go to her next, and then we'll go to Bob Dishy. We're going to move, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna move uh, small and then get big. We'll do yeah,
1: so well, because Bob Dishy is amazing. Yes. So, yeah, going to take us through the end of this one because I, I think we'll we'll all agree right now that we really wish there had been a spinoff. Because <laughs> 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 I know, every time he's on, I'm like, please be a spinoff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So just, the, the real- well,
0: that's not the spinoff I wanted. I'll tell you that after you're done. But yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. let's hear that. I'm, well, well I, I think I
0: would have done. loved to have seen a show where it's Jarvis and the nephew just pulling scams. <laughs> we're, we're there. It's dirty, a rich guy. Scoundrels? It's a rich guy and he's his, his uh, layabout uh, milk-sop nephew. Just they're running scams on people cuz their money's running low. I think that would have been a wonderful, wonderful 70s program. An hour every week where Ray Milan just get annoyed at this guy. He's like, I don't know Uncle Jarvis. Oh, you. uh." And they're just like doing stupid (laughs) crap. A a lot of arched eyebrow. You don't know what's good for you. I think that would have been a fun, fun show. And John, maybe that's (laughs) where the uh, Columbo antibody came in. That was Actually, the show. you know what?
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna propose a plot adjustment where every episode Ray Milan's character tries to kill the nephew and oh. fails.
0: Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> and this one where he does, that's where Columbo had to come in and just cancel exactly. their show.
2: This is yeah, this is that that's the the show's that's getting cancelled, and this is the crossover, and yeah. Yep,
1: that's it. There you I go. I think <laughs> I think I really like that idea, but I'm gonna go back to my Worcester and Jeeves idea. Uh-huh. I'm with you, and I'm I with you. I want them to be that. I want like the uncle he, he's, his orchid business goes bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> Tony has had to leave his wife, uh, and she got the house in the settlement because he's a sap. So he's got <laughs> yes. nothing except a little, like, an allowance. So they yeah. have to live together, and the uncle, every every week, comes up with a scheme to simultaneously make some money, but to also try to get Tony killed.
2: <laughs> so I, think so it work. I think it works on multiple layers because oh, yeah. there could be a... Yeah, so, yeah. This is good. Yes, yeah,
1: this is good. Um, uh, anyway, so... Gloria, there's a good there's right. a good history on Colombo of uh, you know ditzy blondes, which is thankfully a character that's not really present on television or film anymore.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, but it, I mean, what? really,
2: the the only one I know of now is the girl in Big Bang Theory. So
1: yeah, I haven't I don't watch that, so I'm. And no, nor know.
2: should you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's <there's one laughs> like yeah, like, the, is, like you know. every '80s show, like Matlock and all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they there are all these just like rich men marrying or having some side relationship with the ditzy blonde, which it's like, was that so prevalent or was it just an easy go-to?
1: You know, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was just, yeah, it was like the myth and or the ideal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bear with that. But you know, I, I do admire that when we do have a ditzy blonde on Columbo, I can't think of one that wasn't played beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just really liked Gloria and I thought the the gusto that Arlene Martel was putting into the character was highly admirable. And I just really enjoyed it. I thought everything about it was fun. But, yeah, the relationship was Well, plus the apparent- twist, too. The oh.
0: twist that turns out he was just doing it just to try to <clears> – <throat> there was nothing going on there. He was just doing it to try to make mm-hmm. his wife jealous.
1: Yeah, I like, <laughs> like, I I like that how that, that evolved. Was, yeah. Yeah. That that evolved from he would just go over there and hang out to make her jealous. And then he would go over there to hang out and talk.
2: Mm-hmm. And then go
1: over there to hang out and just confess all this stuff. Right, That's fantastic. And then, you know, that's another cliche for uh, a beautiful woman to have a relationship with someone who's beneath her by saying he was the first man who didn't love me for my body, right? (laughs) Which is – it's a really tired thing, but it's still kind of sweet. You get the idea like – obviously, he left her a signed photo and she left it out and he's smiling in that one. (laughs) They have a really nice relationship. I thought that was really sweet even though – Uh, he, Tony just, I don't think had a redeeming quality. There was nothing likable about him. Yeah.
0: Well, well, I mean, he probably was a nice enough guy. Loved his wife, was upset about it. But I mean, he was just, he was the poor bastard of this episode.
1: Well,
2: Ooh, yeah, and yeah. it's one of those things we don't get enough of, like, we don't get enough of him, like, just basically, like, being frustrated at, with his station in life and trying to figure out a way, like, you know, it's like, why does, you know, does he get convinced by the uncle that he, they need this money? Like, is right. he going to take this money and leave w- and try and convince uh, Gloria to go with him? Like, there's no kind of real setup as to why they're even really doing this other I, than...
0: I think it's I think it's yeah. to, to get the more money for his wife, because I think he thinks he'll be able to buy her love back from the huge guy, I think right, that's part yeah. Of it. yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, that, but in, his, so in huge, his head, that's why her... he,
2: yeah. he
0: thinks that'll work somehow. Yeah, and, and it's one of yeah, the things where really... I could
2: definitely see
1: the uncle having convinced him of that. Yeah, oh, no,
0: definitely. It, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because she obviously, she's into that enormous meat log of um, yeah. a human being. <laughs> uh, and the, the meat log will take, the that Pepperidge farm-looking motherfucker will take uh, have Hickory Farm, I'm sorry I meant to say Oh, we'll Swiss
0: Colony! F- we also would take Swiss Colony,
1: yes, Fair enough. the mall um, He will uh, Can you do a Zingerman's? Uh, <laughs> he'll take 50000 which by the way is almost $300,000 in today's money, which is not too bad uh, nice. But like she, she obviously, like, Jarvis kept saying she was only in it for the money, but I don't think she was Yeah, because I don't feel like They, they already, from their house, they already had plenty Even with those mm-hmm. trust fund things, it seemed like they were doing okay
2: which so, yeah. speaking of speaking of the house, I looked it up, and yeah, that house has been in a lot of things that I've seen. Like oh, every really? time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it's like, oh, this is familiar because oh, it was a it was a, it was a set on Universal's lot. So, okay. yeah. Which anyway,
0: no, 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 <laughs> like, I li- no, we like that sort of thing just to figure yeah. out like what other TV shows and films it's shown up in. And, and yeah, no, it was yeah. It seemed like something was just, like every single week would be in something yeah. or other. It but very it wasn't much the- looked like that.
2: It wasn't this episode, but there was an episode in season—I believe it's in season one—where there's this backyard where there's this multi-stepped pool and garden and stuff like that. Um, I should have looked it up so I could have actually told you guys this. But we were doing an episode of Archer uh, last year where I was passing that around to our directors as reference because it's like we're trying to find these kind of grand houses, and I just basically kept sending them this episode of Columbo with not this one, but I'd, you know, where I'm like, no, look at this backyard. It has a, it has all the shots we need, and there is some. We ended up doing some similarities because of that house was a pretty common
1: set like oh, was that the, <laughs> was that the Benson house <laughs> it was oh, the, oh, the Benson um, house yeah
0: that was in um yeah. um, um, Etude in Black the Benson house yeah that was, was in, um, like, like uh, Cassavetes house so. it was the one but, from the TV show uh, Benson it turned out might be so I'm so trying weird.
2: to I'm trying to look up which episode it was
0: because <laughs> uh. it was Etude in Black that would be amazing if that showed up in a Columbo and a Benson and Archer somehow because that would be <laughs> an amazing connection of things and just ridiculous. Um, Well, uh, so should we go on to the Bob Dishy thing? The confusing yeah. multiple Sergeant Wilsons. I love it. Which that. I don't get
1: why they did that. Why did they change Wilson's name? I just, well, I don't know if you noticed in the intro, I decided that his full name was John Frederick.
0: Oh, okay. Because so it's he's Freddy in this
1: way. one. He, yeah, he's John in the other one. So I figured John Frederick.
0: Yeah, sure. You give him that. Um, yeah, yeah. So...
1: I I captured this screen cap and it took a lot of like careful editing to get it for some reason, but it's when Columbo shows up and Dishy comes around and he's being kind of a little obsequious about getting him the respect he deserves and the attention from the uniform cops and Columbo's not paying attention, not paying attention. And then he puts a cigar in his mouth and Dishy pops up with a lighter and Columbo again, isn't really paying attention (laughs) until the last moment. And then he kind of looks up with this suspicion and confusion in yes. his face. Yeah. And it's, I've <laughs> never seen that in a Columbo before. It's well, the completely is, and he, and alien. I realize emotion.
0: at that point, and it's several minutes into their relationship in the episode. And that's the point where Columbo asks him what his name is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know who this guy is. He knows he's another cop, but then it's a while. He's like, and who are you again? Like, I, I love that. That was such a great reveal. And then once, um, Wilson actually tells him and says all the stuff like, oh, well, you know, the captain said I should work with you. And so he's like, Columbo is still extremely suspicious that the captain had said nice <laughs> things about Columbo. He's like, right. really? He said that? Yeah? Really? Oh, it's like, so Columbo good. just can't believe it, which then it seems a little sad to me that uh, on the force and back of the office, uh, they, aren't, they aren't so complimentary to Columbo back there.
1: Uh, a little they bit. They really the are not. Yeah. That, which
0: is—it's a shame. It's a huge shame. That's something.
1: That's something they did in the seventies a lot, which yeah. makes a character like Dishy so fun. Is that he actually admires and acknowledges Columbo's ability? Right. Yes. Whereas the, the other cops are probably like,
0: oh you know, god, this guy's hanging around the pool again, looking
1: for something. Ugh. Yeah. It was an I mean, accidental death, Columbo. Right, and then Globo's right. like, oh, no, I found a tie pin on the underside of a pig, and that's going to solve <laughs> the whole thing.
0: Right, because you get, you get it like about – it's about 95% Sergeant Kramers and 5% Sergeant Wilsons, pretty much, That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get. Yeah.
2: Well, looking up, like, pictures of it or whatever, it kind of – like, something that I noticed while watching the episode, and I couldn't figure out how to word it, but, like, it's – he's very, like – close talker like almost every time he's around Colombo oh, yes, leaning yes, yes, yeah he's yes. like Good. he's yeah, over he's behind him leaning and then looking at his head and it's like i like i wonder if that's like a weird thing they're like hey i'm going to do this don't get weirded out by it <laughs> like or if it's just like he just landed it that that's how the blocking worked all the time like it's a, it's a it's a weird character choice where instead of standing straight and looking at Colombo he's constantly hunching and like standing slightly behind
1: I wonder if that's actually uh, like an extension of Columbo's thing because Columbo will invade personal space in a really that, weird way. Yeah. That's okay. true, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, I'm not, that's, yeah. Oh, sorry.
1: No, good. I was just thinking the way Dishy interferes with personal space. He does it by actually still giving you your room, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. he he looms. It's a real good skill. I don't know if I've seen a lot of people do that. There's there's the scene where they're looking at the cabin and finding like the fake clues mm-hmm. that were placed all around it. And Dishy is really just standing there with his hands behind his back in the middle of the room, but he still seems to be completely imposing on Columbo. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I got I it in the
1: screen cap. It's good.
2: In the screen cap that you've got, is he kind of like, like hunched a little bit too? Cause it's almost like he made either, he did that and I just didn't notice it in any of his other movies or he's just doing that in his character, like where he's just kind of like, Slightly pushing his shoulders up or something. I don't know. It's He, it's is, just a he weird... is
1: hunching. He's got his shoulders held in a really weird, I okay, would that's... say, like, dominant way.
2: Okay, yeah. That's kind of what I was noticing when I was watching this mm-hmm. episode. It's like, it's almost like he made this choice of, like, this is how I'm going to stand around Colombo. Like, huh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I, it, maybe that's how he always stands and it just really works because of their two completely different postures, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Possibly. So the only two uh, episodes he was this Sergeant Wilson character, regardless of her name, was this, mm-hmm. and now you see him, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it and plays, it, it's yeah. strange that they didn't bring him in more often, but then also it's odd that it's played so differently and now you see him where it's much more of a goofy... Like, in this one, he's this very efficient, sort of, almost too efficient guy that kind of gets on Columbus nerves, whereas now you see him, it's it's a bit more comic and goofy in that same mm-hmm. sort of way. like He's more annoying to Columbo in a different kind of funny way as opposed to this one where he's just very kind of dry and like, we're going to do this by the book. I've got all little uh, fancy equipment and all that kind of thing. And I'm wondering <laughs> why they made that switch between the two.
2: Well, I mean, the couple of years difference probably, but also like in this one, it definitely felt like they were grooming him to come back and then yeah. they yeah, just I never I brought wish, him back. I
0: kind of wish they had more often because it's a yeah. good character and it's a good kind of folio to play off of. Colombo like that which sometimes now that we, works they tried it in the year sometimes it didn't and this the, it, yeah. with this character I think it did And I kind of wish maybe they had done that more often
1: Yeah Now but, it's it, it's in, uh incumbent upon me to mention of course that he also played a sergeant in Mrs. Columbo.
0: Oh, of course yeah I was waiting <laughs> I was
1: waiting but, I was uh, on my watch not, waiting for the second stick by Not uh not the same sergeant unfortunately not The pilot Von it was, it was
0: in the pilot wasn't it
1: Okay Uh
0: yes yeah yeah yes, yes, was. Yes, was yes it was yeah yeah yeah,
1: that, yeah, because it was the first. Yeah, it, he he basically is like a little chauvinist dick to right. Yeah,
0: I've ever heard him <laughs> in the kitchen with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, we'll we'll get to it. Don't worry. Don't worry, dear listeners.
2: We'll be talking about that one.
0: Yeah. Say, are going. you
2: getting to that one like when as it happened or like how are you are you doing everything in order? Well, no, you obviously aren't doing north, anything no, in people, order. No, you're not. People um, don't like yeah. that.
0: So yes, yeah. No. Uh, I was no say, wait,
2: because we're doing season two, and you've yeah,
0: already right. done. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're like fifty odd into fifty five <clears> this <throat> thing. So yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. We've heard about that. Um... I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, a, he's boy. a he's a really good detective. That's there's a that great scene at the end where where uh, Wilson is combing through the closet, and he's like, "We have to check every shoe tree." He's like, oh, "I check is... this one." Oh well, no, they like got shoe trees. Like, no, no, we have to go through all of them. Which. That's good. That's good police work. That's incredibly thorough. This is why I'm saying I kind of wanted him to have his own show. I really kind of enjoyed Wilson. Oh, the other thing about him that's worth mentioning, uh, the running gag in Now You See Him is that Columbo gets a new coat. And, oh, right. Yes. Wilson yeah. spends the entire <laughs> episode chasing after him going, you left your coat, you left your coat, which is <laughs> the first thing he does in the greenhouse jungle. Columbo starts to walk away because he just wants to get away from Dishy, really. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, uh, Lieutenant, your coat. And oh, his coat. right. So, yes. Oh,
0: gosh. Running yeah, gag. yeah. 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 Okay. Oh yeah. It
1: seems
2: it seems almost like like with the now that you point that out about it, now you see me it's uh, this that has to almost have been a concerted thing to take it more comedic and bumbling rather mm. than like yeah like not like not not like enough time had passed and they just didn't remember but more like hey we did this last time I think you got stupider.
0: No yeah no <laughs> I think actually, like they did they did the Homer Simpson thing on him pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, which God, I mean yeah, even yeah, even, yeah. even the result uh, for um Wilson in this was the same where he's just like he's completely sure it's this person who did the murder mm-hmm. and and now you see him the same thing where he's like oh oh, Lieutenant, there's this and it's uh, just Colombo shuts him down like that's that's a very good idea uh, but the magician did it and then just walks out of the room yeah, yeah. I well, that's why quite, like cause, cause, yeah, that's so it's sorry. much more now blunt than that but it just seems like they are kind of making fun of him doing all this elaborate stuff i mean completely and totally ass wrong
2: so, yeah. No, that's what I loved about this one is like Columbo, like it's one of those times where Columbo really goes out of his way to be like, Oh no, you did all this great work. You did it all. It just, it gave me the idea <laughs> oh, yes, for this yeah, little yeah. for this little thing, this little thing that I, you know,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> so good, and, and I actually,
0: bothering him while he eats chili, which is great. I love that. <laughs> anytime, scene
1: anytime Columbo gets uh, Wilson off his tail is one of the better things in the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's a oh, fine. It's good.
0: So, you go do this. I'm just going to work on this yeah. over here. But you, you, you know what? I, with that. Good for you.
1: I have a lot of faith in you to run this investigation. Turns back to his chili. <laughs> right, uh, yes. but I, you know, the thing is, I don't think of Wilson as being dumb or yeah, you know yeah. foolish or whatever. I think it's when you contrast these two very different characters, and we already invest Columbo intellectually right. with the fact that we know he's right, we know he's smart, we know he's on the right trail. It's always going to make Dishy look a little dumb. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and also but, it, it's 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 kind of satisfying at the end because at some point, um, Dishy slash Wilson. I was going to cut Colombo out of the collar, like at the house. Like, mm-hmm. hey, should we yeah. feel a he says, like, yeah. he's just like oh, no, I'm in charge here with this. So I kind of feel like, yeah, oh, I'm glad that he uh, did it at the end. I
1: had not even thought about that. That's a yeah, good point. Yeah, he
0: was, he was going to just take it from him, which I'm like, eh, that kind of sucks. It's good that he's he like an idiot. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: He's just greedy, just trying to, you know. Yes, exactly. Um, well, that's what that's the beauty of Colombo is when he does see these greedy cops, like he just sits back and he just waits. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will say uh, something I noticed in this one that I hadn't noticed the other times I'd watched it is, you know, it's like you call your podcast just one more thing. But in this one, he says moment a lot. Wait, just a moment. Give me a moment. Like, oh, I
0: didn't notice that
2: yeah if i thought, i just one of those things where I'm like i think the just one more thing thing came along like later
1: i don't did it come along later or does he do it in season one? No, he you know does what? it in season one, okay. but he's, okay. it's not it's not in every episode he'll ju- he'll do stuff like you know what just occurred to me or while I have you here. He'll throw in other stuff in.
2: Yeah, yeah. With with this one, I f- it was like it was almost like the writer had latched onto the word moment and just was using that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like sometimes like you you I don't know about you guys but you watch enough TV and then now that like working in television and kind of dissecting stuff, you know, and like and yeah, you know, it's like you kind of can learn a lot about the writers just by seeing what they repeat and how they repeat it. Right. You know, like you learn words they like, you learn, well, I mean, you know, it's like like sorry,
0: the the program you work on, yeah, you see that all the time where you yeah. can expect certain things, like the whole like uh, an archer where it's like the cutting. The cutting between conversations, one leading into the other, or certain phrases repeating, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely.
2: Yeah, there's definitely a stylist. Yeah, and that's well. And we have the benefit Mm. of the show is mostly written by one guy, so you're definitely getting his voice and his foibles all the time. Right. So yeah. (laughs) Whereas yeah, it was 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 something like Columbo. Um, you know, you're getting different writers, different directors, and stuff like that. So it's kind of like almost you're getting their version of Columbo. That then, you know. Obviously, Peter Falk makes into what actually Columbo is.
0: right? But I mean, there's also a thing, too. Like, uh, I think on this show they had, yeah, the writers of the individual scripts. But I think they would also have kind of a writer's room or a story editor who would kind of oversee the entire thing. But then you also had Levinson and Link had their input. So it kind of gets the one thing boiled onto this, boiled onto this. And then Peter Falk just being this hawk, too, about (laughs) what he would and wouldn't do.
2: Yeah. So and, just, and he's just, so and the yeah. fact that he's so smart anyways, is like as a, as an actor and just as a person, like he's, you know, he was super intelligent. Um, but it's one of have things I've, I've actually, this is one of the shows that I have not done a lot of research into the behind the scenes. So they did have like a writer's room, like how most TV shows function. Cause yeah, because I believe so. Movie... Yeah. Or
0: at least, or at least they would have like uh the, the story editors that would be kind right. of overseeing everything. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, and I, season to season on it for a long time i yeah. think Stephen Boschko okay. served that function for a couple of years too yeah gotcha
2: yeah. i think because the first what was it? first six or seven seasons were almost movie of the week more than actual right. yes. you know like i kind of it didn't occur to me that it would function the same way but yeah that makes sense so
0: but then yeah then peter falk would uh throw fits and, uh, <laughs> and whatnot it's hard to uh,
1: just show up, just show up with Cass- uh, Cassavetes and and Gazzara drunk and not saying shit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, how much would you give to be a fly on that wall? Oh what my god! Would, I mean, oh my Lord. goodness, yeah, it
0: would be amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because <coughs> I read Falk's biography, and he doesn't. His autobiography, it's not super
0: detailed about that sort it's of. It's
1: not. It's real general. It's like you know, I built some communist railroads, and it's <laughs> just like so that. He, there's not a lot of stuff. Oh, I think. All he says about Columbo is that he really loved it and he thought it was the best time of his life or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, yeah. But you, like, but he you almost, almost, he almost says more like of, ten
0: times. He yeah. almost says more about The In-Laws than he does Columbo, which is funny. <laughs> which actually. I don't mind. Yeah, I amazing. love The In-Laws. My favorite movies of all time. But, yeah, Columbo was like 20, 30 years of his life. So you think there'd be a little bit more insight into the structure
1: and how it went. It's done.
0: But no, that's it. It's like, yeah, I did this <laughs> thing. Everybody saw it. It's great. Anyway, so I was talking to Alan Arkin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we did That's, the we did yeah. the uh, serpentine scene. It was great. This, this happened that day. I'm like, what? Come on, but I all right, sure. This is uh,
2: this is only related in that it has to do with Peter Falk. But I remember taking I took a couple years of uh, German in high school, and the teacher was always trying to find ways to keep us interested. So we would watch <laughs> anything that had to that had to do with German. So oh. it's like I remember we watched Wings of Desire. Oh
0: my god. I was, right
2: nice. <laughs> and it's him dressed as he's very obviously filming columbo or something to do with columbo because he's at he's dressed right. as that character yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah like i remember like i'm sitting there in class and all of a sudden i hear that voice and i'm like wait what what huh <laughs> <laughs> nice because it's this yeah it's this weird i mean I it's a know, phenomenal yeah, movie it's
0: it's wonderful yeah and then he's just yeah. there so pleasant yeah. and, and he's playing he's, like, oh. he's
2: playing he's playing himself and here he is in this weird like that's why when they did the remake with nicholas cage i kind of was hoping that they would just get like peter falk to show up I again i never like, saw what? that
0: do they do they do something <laughs> similar to that scene in that or not,
2: no not really i mean that's kind good. of but not really yeah which is probably for the best they do so. it with don
0: johnson or something i don't know it's, it's, it's... <laughs> all i remember well, it's Smash bridges everybody
2: yeah, I know. I've I know I've seen the Nick Cage one, but I don't remember it. All I remember is I worked in a record store at that time, and the soundtrack was huge. So we were just selling. Oh, it was dozens like, oh god, those. who was that? That was the. Was oh, like, da, da, ba,
0: da, da, da. I can't remember the <laughs> yeah. lyrics, but it was like it was, I remember uh, hearing that stupid voice. Yeah, it was yep. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, you're right. Goo Goo oh, Dolls. My yeah. God.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Good no,
0: times, yeah. good times, everybody.
1: <laughs> I was trying oh. to remember the German movie, like the most mistaken mistake German movie they showed us in class back in high school because they did the same thing. And yeah. I want to say it's called like The Ticket Agent or something like that and it's a oh, little arty yeah. film.
2: I've heard of it. I have not seen it though.
1: Yeah, there you go. And there's 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 a scene in it where this uh this kind of like socially climbing woman finds out that her husband's been promoted to an officer and the way she celebrates this is just by getting buck naked and jumping up and down on his dick and yelling "Officer! Officer!" And it's just a room full of 15-year-old kids oh, hey, with, there go. With, with a teacher. And none of us can be like, we can't be like woo and shit because we've got a teacher here. It was so uncomfortable. And I don't know if it really ran this long, but I guarantee you it felt like it was a 15-minute segment. And, and, <laughs> no, because... and
0: much like Kevin's uh, film, you uh, end up seeing like it was Richard Boone as Heck Ramsey showed up in it. So there you go. That was their... <laughs> Anyway, sorry.
1: Now I'm gonna go look up the soundtrack
0: here. <laughs> okay. I love a heck Ramsey. Oh,
1: it's reference. got it's got a track from the Polish Radio National Symphony Orchestra. No wonder people were crazy for that soundtrack. Oh, good. <laughs> the, oh, the kids the music, love the Polish Radio National. The Symphony The
0: music to listen to 15 year olds looking at naked ladies too. <laughs> there you
1: go. Wait, wrong As one. As I say, but anyway. I also can do part Conducted by of Sir Neville
0: Mariner. Like. Let's move yes. on. Anyway,
2: um. Not enough <laughs> kids named Neville these days.
0: No, they're right. Off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Seems like Neville a lost Mariner name. was
0: all downhill after that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, actually, uh, we're getting towards yeah, how we doing? <laughs> we're getting towards the outer edge of an hour, so let's uh, we can uh, start wrapping up and uh, bring up things that yeah. have not been brought up, random thoughts and whatever notes you have. If anybody has them. Um, I'm looking through mine if anybody wants to bring things up before that oh, oh the yeah. uh, the jaunty the jaunty jazz played during the ransom handoff scene <laughs> that music <laughs> that music was completely incongruous to what was going on it, no I it really surprised was i remember it was yeah I was, was watching like, that today but there's like a <laughs> <laughs> ransom
2: and murder about to happen like, like what it definitely felt like because like in in the show i work on you know it's like we we now have a guy doing the score but for like six or seven six years you know it was just kind of canned music like whatever we could like you know license for cheap and stuff like that um, so it felt like that. It felt like whatever they could just license for cheap. <laughs> <that, like, laughs> yeah. Like someone's like, oh, this. Either that, or they're like, some they got some studio note where it's like, this is tonally a little too dark. Can we get you know something a little bit more fun in this?
0: I <laughs> uh, grab a DVD out of the library or a CD out of the library. There you go. There it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they start playing Spanish Flea or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the no, only other I, thing we haven't mentioned, by sorry. the way, is just Columbo fucking. Eating it on that hill.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah,
1: that's a good
0: thing too. Which is the thing strange. is
2: is like the, I watched that part a couple times today just to see, make sure there wasn't some sort of cut. No, that is really no, Peter he Falk. Goes just down. like he yeah, goes he goes
0: down. Falk goes down that hill. Do you guys My know God. any sort of
2: tri- is there any sort of trivia on that? Like, did he take that fall on purpose or did he fall on accident and they just happened to be like, well, fuck it, we got it. it. It goes in. Like
1: what I'm what I'm seeing is a lot of it happened on accident although the the imdb trivia which is not official it's just under some <laughs> yeah, some nitwit in U- utah wrote it but uh it's it seems to imply that it was it was just not a stuntman but it was a planned stunt oh, i don't think oh, okay, so myself okay. i think he slipped cuz that fall they just takes kept the it
0: yeah no yeah, fits, yeah you... the very flash part he's tumbling like heck
1: yeah yeah it's yeah dumb. i think because yeah. they were saying like this is the fast way down i don't know if they said that first and they, then yeah, had they him did. do with, or oh, well yeah. I, I mean i know chronologically right. he said it first yeah, yeah yeah but i would go reshoot that scene you know yeah. if you fell down a hill right
2: <laughs> Put also the lo- the I you know what that does make me wonder if they did de- if he did fall and then they reshot it because they definitely shot his look as he's looking down the hill and looking at the car in a <laughs> very like mm, eh, mm, you know like, <laughs> 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 like yeah like yeah anyways no and it's it's brilliantly done like you kind of you kind of almost expect him to bounce up and be like i'm okay Right, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, the the very end, I look at my notes. The very end uh, where he finds the bullet in the flower pot. It it and sometimes they bring it up in the fact, like how well things would hold up in court. He had no <laughs> warrant to get that bullet or to search for it in the guy's greenhouse.
1: Oh no, not at all. So
0: he has a metal detector and just finds this vital piece of in- evidence, and then it's.
1: Yeah, that's one's Which- a little. That's a little squishy. That one, I think. Oh, hold back, by the way. Do metal detectors detect lead? See that was okay. That was part of my question. What, was, what, what it they... was the
0: casing? I mean, I, I assumed it was like the metal casing around it. No, yeah, it, was, nah.
2: it was it was the bullet.
0: Oh mm. well. Huh. And
2: that was the other thing too. Is one that guy supposedly loves his garden, and that dirt would have changed out several right. times. Probably. Oh
0: good, yes, yes, yes. The other yeah, thing
2: yeah. is, is I love that ballistics was able to conduct their experiment and turn that around in like an hour.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> usually not something that can. Yeah. <laughs> Right.
2: I mean, I you know, it's like I, I like that you know they spend all this time like planning this plan, and then you know he takes it down in like a matter of like two three hours. I, I don't know, but based on the fact that like you know none of this could have actually happened. I mean, none of it could have happened anyways. But yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. It was. Like, it felt like it was one of those things where Columbo was dropped into a completely other
2: story. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. actually, the last one—he was dropped into our TV show about the uncle and the nephew, and
0: <laughs> right, or even actually, John, the last one we talked about—the uh, '90s yeah. one, where he said it seemed very much like a. Well, that wasn't the last one. It was one before, I think. Uh, it seemed like a very Hitchcock kind of
1: situation. Oh yeah.
0: This which which one was that?
1: I, I honestly can't remember. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go check the website. Okay, Hold thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. But I but this one seemed like. So that. Why do we
1: suck at this? I Holy don't shit. know.
0: Uh but this one, because we've done, this is like fifty five of these things. Yeah. We're on the home man. stretch. We're getting tired, man. We ain't oh, we ain't young, a, we young was, men. We ain't young men. It was
1: de- it was Death Hits the Jackpot. Death hit
0: Yes, yes, oh. exactly, yeah. But this it feels like this one and also involves a murderous uncle and an idiot nephew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one feels like this also could have been some sort of odd Hitchcockian film that Colombo just ends up in. I mean that yeah, this definitely could have been a Hitchcock movie.
2: Oh, my God, yeah, that's the one with Rip yeah. Torn. Yeah, yes, that's awesome.
0: oh, good Lord. But, yeah, Rip Torn and uh, Gary Kroger. Gary Kroger, yep. It was a wonderful, uh, surprisingly wonderful episode. But, yeah, I mean, this one, I feel like, too, also could have been some sort of, like, Hitchcock kind of deal. I
1: think, at the very least, I could have seen this on Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Yes, there mm, we go. Yeah. You know what,
0: that's a better way no. to put it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's the uh, the the, uh, uh, the minor leagues.
1: I'm trying to re- <laughs> They had a recurring actor who was part of his... Um, what do they call that when you have a a group Stock of people? Stock company. Who, yeah, his company. Troop? Yeah, A no, company. Troop, also good troop. Um, it was a heavy set guy, and I cannot remember his name, and it's going to drive me crazy all week. But pretend I said nothing because I don't have any information on it. Sure,
0: sure, sure. How about some cinnamon? You don't handle a little cinnamon?
1: I'm actually looking it up now to see Victor Buono? No,
0: not Victor Buono. It's not Victor Buono.
1: No, but it is. <laughs> Why did I say it like you are an idiot? <laughs> no, it's not Victor Buono. Why would you say Victor Buono? Good Lord, Lord, what's nitwit? wrong with you? What are you, from Utah?
0: Yeah, Good God damn, that no one wrong. ever says Victor Buono. Come on, oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Asshole. Anyway, yeah. anyway.
0: Anywho. Why don't we start going around the circle? Final thoughts, summing up on this thing. Uh, Kevin, you picked this one. Were you still happy with it, watching it for this? And uh, what are your final thoughts on it?
2: Uh, I was, and all because of Ray Milland. Like, you know, the fact that he is such a mustache-twirling, like, eyebrow-raised, kind of, you know, squinty-eyed villain in this. Like, and the fact that he, you know, it's like, like every Columbo villain. The fact that he thinks he's covered all his bases, and he's been playing this out, and he gets tripped up by something that he didn't even do wrong in the actual murder. Something he did wrong a year ago out of anger is actually what trips him up, and I kind of love that about it. Like it's like I don't know, yeah. It's it's everything else about the episode is kind of standard fare except for the fall. Yeah. But Milan's performance just kind of I don't know. When I saw that one on the list, I'm like, yeah, I (laughs) I could definitely talk about this one. So,
0: Um, as I as I said before, like the first time I saw this, I was really put off by Milan's performance. But this time, I thought it was the thing that made it work. Mm -hmm. It's just just ridiculous and funny and strange, and uh, Falk. Is great in it, um, yeah. and especially the Bob Dishy stuff. Yeah, I ended cool. up liking this one a lot more the second time round than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I loved it. It's fun and strange and just an odd little plot that doesn't entirely hold up to closer scrutiny, but eh, it's okay because it's yeah. like one of the funnier, goofier ones. I, I enjoyed it a bit. John! Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it is a call and response okay I,
0: which yeah up until this week i didn't realize that which we'll we'll talk about uh, that a little bit after this uh i'll just Josh, i'll say it now yeah oh yeah please do yes, yeah. We, we, yeah
1: go ahead one, one of our one of our incredibly dedicated <laughs> listeners made a spreadsheet of all of the dumb uh ratings i come up with for these episodes <laughs> and identified that this is a call and response. RJ will go, John, and I'll say yes, sir, and then I'll give, and then he'll ask me for my rating.
0: Which I, I kind of knew I was doing that, but I didn't think of it really that. Much. I did
1: not. I had no idea we were doing it. So yeah. it's news to me. Uh, Robert. So M. Hart, thank by you
0: too. It was Megan, right? Oh. Yeah, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Was it Megan? Yeah. Yeah, Megan, for doing
1: that for us. <laughs> uh, Robert M. Hart was the actor I was thinking of. By the way. Oh, okay. So. Well, as, as you do
0: as you do your thing, I'm going to look him up to see where I know him from. But yeah, John, oh, what know. would you rate this?
1: <clears throat> okay, well, <clears throat> so this is not a great episode. It's not a bad episode. When you say it like that, it does kind of make it sound like it's a middling episode. But I don't even think it's that. I think it's really fun. It's if you want to see a traditional Columbo, this wouldn't be your first one, but maybe second, third. It's not. It's not so far off that. Uh, it should be like shunted out of the out of any kind of viewing <laughs> order. Um, Good use of shunted. <laughs> thank you. I do like the word shunt. Uh, <laughs> so I actually, uh, my thing was I had not gotten to watch this one when it was on Netflix because it would freeze on me fifteen seconds in. Oh, wow. so I I just saw it for the first time two three weeks ago. Oh, and like I say, I was laughing right out of the gate because of Milan's accent, but. <laughs> really enjoyed it. I just thought it was it was fun. It was silly. It's a good antidote to watching like two or three. It, you know, hear what I'd say. Uh, watch Forgotten Lady,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Which is that that I'm getting. That's the right one with Janet Lee, right? Right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a dark one. It's a little depressing. Uh, it's very ominous. Then watch the Greenhouse Jungle because <laughs> it's it's fun and ridiculous and mustache twirling. And I'm going to give it. Um, Let's say I'm gonna. I'll give it a good seven out of ten headshots of a guy I was sure was Bruce Dern <laughs> at first glance. Yeah,
0: you know, another one I would pair it with uh, if you like to have Columbo play in pool. <laughs> I, I would. I would pair this. I'd watch if you want like a dark, weird one. How to Dial a Murder, and then watch this one
1: because you know, he plays pool in me. both.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which I can't I I can't wait to get to How to Murder because that one just ugh, but that's one of the most gruesome murders in the entire series I think and so yeah. I'm to
2: remember, which which murder is that? Which dogs?
1: Oh yeah okay. Oh okay. god. Oh it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Oh what is it's it?
0: terrible terrible. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it and not looking forward to that one because it's like
1: Ew, it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've really been pushing that one off for a while. I
0: know I can't believe we haven't gotten to that that and, uh, that in playback. Yeah. Those two. I'm surprised we haven't gotten to those yet, oh, or or the uh, the last uh, the last Culp.
1: wasn't. Oh yeah, that's We um, haven't done that yet. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: The subliminal deal. We haven't done that one. Missing yet. out I'm on stuff. Out. Missing yeah, out on stuff. Yeah. Hey, people. Uh, past guests, uh, get at us. Lay <laughs> your claims. There you
1: go. I'm uh, also disappointed to find that relaxing your mind doesn't appear to be a real book. <laughs> oh,
0: that's a shame. Because that
2: would look I like a good
1: one. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. and <laughs> I
2: wondered. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm you remember? Trying to no, find, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to find <laughs> the episode that. No, I'm just looking. Keep talking. I'm, I'm trying to find the episode that I almost picked, but I, I'm now I can't remember which one's the one about the the, the kid that kills off his dad. It's the, got the exploding cigars.
1: Oh, that's um neg- Negative reaction? No. Yeah, did is you get this? Wait, no. Negative
0: reaction is um. Yeah, no, that is it. Yeah, with uh. Yeah, with Roddy, uh, Michelle, Roddy McDowell right? and his very very tight pants. Yeah, yeah. We did Roddy McDowell. One. Yeah. Yeah, we I, did him a couple that... years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, that was that was one that like when you when <laughs> I when we were talking about doing this, that's the one I wanted to do because oh. I love <laughs> it's. It's not good, but I love it because yeah. his performance
0: <laughs> it's is ridiculous. So, it's yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Yes,
2: I think yeah. we're I think we're noticing a trend here amongst m- m- my choices. Are is the ridiculous villain, <laughs> yeah.
0: I uh, so
1: I was just thinking about uh, Gloria, and you remember back in the Bye Bye Sky High IQ murder case? Yes, there was Lisa. Who was the young woman who was just like floating around all the self help communities in California?
0: Oh, right, yes, yeah, right. yeah. and we, gi- pitched, like Jillian... we pitched a sitcom.
1: Yeah. Where she's just like every episode she tries a different crazy uh like est and and whatever transcendental. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Gloria would have been a perfect roommate. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I think Gloria and Lisa would have been a perfect pair of roommates there.
0: Actually, no, you got three roommates. The third one is um uh, Bruce Dern journey? comes over to chat. Yeah, Bruce Dern. <laughs> no, uh, what's her head? Who was the roommate um, from the um, Leonard Nimoy episode? Who was in like the same kind of stuff? I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah. Had a crush anyway. on, yeah. Right. Anywho, so the,
2: I was looking for another episode that I like, and I'm I'm looking through my past tweets, and apparently I was tweeting some of my rewatch last year because i say in this ep of columbo he reads the killer's palm upon first questioning him then tries to exit the room via the closet which leads to more questions
0: <laughs> oh that that's that's the, <laughs> the rambalond <laughs> one that's the first one. yeah Blond it is one. it's um, the first yeah yeah. yeah yeah
2: but like i'm sitting there going like god that is such a brilliant way of like i don't know it's just everything's it brilliant to about more it
0: questions. which i mean which i mean they and actually that um that Mad oh. Magazine parody, John, you posted on yeah. the Tumblr a couple weeks ago. They actually do that scene, I
2: noticed.
1: Yeah. I just need some more questions. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, I'm dying over here. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's, some good. that's some good biz right there. Yep. Oh.
2: Uh, no, so
0: was, like was to... That was like the first normal episode. That was like their first regular episode. Yeah, it was that, though, but like sucks. I
2: was sitting there watching it and like I'm remembering it now. I was just so <laughs> taken aback by how surreal that moment yeah. was. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I remember what I was trying to look up. There's the Robert Vaughn episode where I think he kills someone in his and it's all shot in his glasses.
0: No, that, that oh, that's, that's a same that's episode. A Robert episode that's yeah. the same oh, that's the same episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Same okay.
2: One. That sequence is still one of my favorite oh, sequences amazing. in anything yes. ever. Like i yeah, yeah. um, it's like yeah, you could tell at that point they weren't making T V, they were making movies. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then it one, at one at one point I tweeted like six years ago and during one of my other Colombo rewatches, I <laughs> was so impressed. Nice. I was so impressed with uh Jamie Lee Curtis as a waitress. <laughs>
1: She yep. is great. Yeah, like, she there's is a wonderful. There's a wonderful trend in Colombo of uh, any woman who has any kind of position of middle authority, where she's like a go-between between Colombo and some like in Jamie Lee Curtis's case, the kitchen, uh, but usually a secretary or a maid, and they hate him. Oh, they loathe him, him beyond passion, comprehension. <laughs> and she was a perfect addition to that. Yep. Oh, she just loathed his donut with like fury. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> I kind of if they have any photos, like promotional photos of that scene, I'm gonna get Jamie Lee Curtis's autograph because that's just <laughs> that would perfect. be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would. Oh, be. speaking of which, actually, I uh, looking around a little bit. William Smith, uh, the uh, the boyfriend in this episode, uh, is still alive. So I would like to take back calling him a man ogre and a meat log. Uh, With all alacrity, I would apologize deeply, Mr. Smith. I admire you and Conan the Barbarian. I'm sure you can move well. Uh, I bet you have dancer's legs, in fact. uh, And if you hear this and you're still annoyed by the things I said, I live in, oh, let's say, Mexico.
2: But you know what though? You could uh, you called him a meatlug in the best of ways, which yeah, is no, he's, he's a he's it. a Jimmy Dean, like he's he's yes. some sausage. Yeah,
0: no, I think he'd be I think he'd be fine with that. Get Kevin, leave me alone. I <laughs> think he'd be fine with that. <laughs>
2: I Kevin. think if he's, oh, if he's checking Twitter and your podcast, that man has way more time than we think he should. So
1: right. he's doing it between curls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He's like 90 doing curls, just getting mad at you.
0: Yeah, he probably. <laughs> I'm guessing the dude probably is not it. checking Twitter this that
1: much. God, he's just a monster though. Like I expect reading that bio, it read like something I'd normally find in a Dungeons and Dragons manual. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, any one of the things that's in his bio, I would be proud to have as, like, a banner for my whole life. So, right. like, you know.
0: <laughs> and instead, he's like this, uh, like, a folktale character.
2: Yeah, 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 very much so. He felled 20
0: trees with his giant <laughs> ox. With an axe that was as big as a Chrysler. Just going I mean, I stopped there. reading.
2: I may just have not gotten to that part of the bio yet.
0: <laughs> well, Kevin, thank you for doing the program.
2: No, thank you. Sorry it took so long to make it happen. Oh,
0: no, no, it's fine. No problem. We got plenty of time. We got a bunch of these That's left chaos. to go. Where it's, it's, we have the long game going. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we alluded to it a couple of times, but uh, what do you have going on and what are you working on these days?
2: Uh, I am currently a storyboard artist on Archer, which is now airing on FXX, but it was on FX for a lot of years. It's, you can get it on Netflix and Hulu and all that. Um, I started as a storyboard artist on that show during Season 3, and we just finished airing Season 8 uh, as of last night, Wednesday the 24th. I just um,
0: I just started watching uh, the Dreamland season this week. Oh my go. gosh, it's yeah. a, a Corker. It's good. It is, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's neat. It, it,
2: it's pretty different, and people seem to have... I mean, if the reaction online is anything, it's like they either love it or they hate it, and the people that love it really love really it. Really? People
0: so. have not liked it? Because it's... If you've been... I mean, it, it seems like if you've been watching that show uh, for any length of time, you know yeah. it's going to be trying different stuff just, just yeah. to keep the well, people from making them get bored just do something people different. People hate
2: change. Yeah, people yeah, hate change. So, but, um, I mean, the but, Vice you know, thing. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, exactly, you can, yeah. If you
0: can live through the Vice season... You're gonna be used to doing new stuff, so yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, that yeah, be, and it, uh,
2: and I think I think that uh, it's one of those things where we push ourselves every year to make something as good and uh, visually interesting and as good as we can, and I think we really did that this season. We oh yeah,
0: so, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think we set a pretty high bar with some of the stuff that uh, knowing a little bit about what's coming next, I'm super excited to see how we improve on that even more. Um, And then, yeah, I also uh, I spent a couple years storyboarding on Vampire Diaries uh, for the CW. I worked a little. uh, They just did a a kind of a Black Lightning pilot. I did a little bit of time on that. Oh, really? Um,
1: Neat yeah, yeah I mean, uh, everybody's getting a show man my, my yeah
2: right relevant now <laughs> and it was fun I, it was yeah it was fun i i was nice because i uh so i like soap opera as much as i like you know murder mystery shows so i i watched heart of dixie when it was on so i was a fan of chris williams and so he's black lightning so i got to meet him i got to go on set and kind of see him stunt train and stuff and that was pretty awesome cool. um and then, yeah, I also make comics. Uh, my first graphic novel came out in 2007, and I, I generally try to put something out every year, but it's actually been a couple of years since I've had a new book out. But uh, I've got a back catalog of, of stuff that you can find on, like, Comixology and Amazon and stuff. So.
0: All right. And uh, if we're online, Yeah, you, people follow uh, no, you so to I find wanted,
2: out oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. just wanted
1: to jump in straight. You, uh, you went to uh, Joe Kubrick, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I was, uh, Joe was still alive, so, yeah, he was my teacher. Oh, really? year, I was, Oh, my yeah, God. Mm-hmm wow yeah i went um yeah so um i went there you know joe was still super active walking to school every day like he was you know teaching in better shape than any of us Um, (laughs) you know i mean dude's in his 60s or his late early 70s at the time and he's you know like we're sitting there like like oh man life is so hard and he's like "Uh uh-huh yeah tell me more i grew (laughs) I grew up in the depression like so yeah um yeah, it was great. He he's super awesome. Um, you know, a lot of his family works at the school and still runs the school. Um, so yeah, I uh, it, it's one of those things where I I did when I I didn't think I was going to go to college, and then when I decided to, I was like, I don't want to put up with any bullshit of a regular school. Like, I didn't want to take any math classes and all that stuff, and not because I'm bad at it, which I am, but also because I'm like. <laughs> That stuff is just in the way of what I want to do, and I'm very like when I want to do something, I don't want anything in the way of that. So I felt like the cubert school was the best place for me to go because it literally was just ten drawing classes a week for the duration of the school year, and I'm like, that sounds like a much better path to getting better than taking one or two classes a semester while having to take a bunch of bullshit for a few years. Yeah. So and, yeah, uh, and what, that's what's, very do, much. Do you
0: know their address offhand? Because I'm going to bill them for this <laughs> <Right>? promo. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no shit. Um, no, it, I uh, it, it's I, I loved. I love. I, I will happily talk that school up. It was some of the. Um, and this is. I I totally mean this in the best way possible. It was some of the best and worst times of my life. Um, it, it was insanely hard. Uh, I came out of it super burnt out, but that is not the school's fault. That is mine because I learned how to work and I worked my ass off. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things where when I talk about coming out burnt out, it's like you know you. Uh, I mean, you know, like you know, you guys know comics. It's it's one of those things where you can either hang or you can't, and you learn to hang.
1: <laughs> so. right, nice to meet you. I'm one of the guys who can't hang. <laughs> I, uh, oh, stop I it! I really, <laughs> my last comic was like three years ago. Dude, I, uh, I mean, no, don't. That's not even a thing. You're making them.
2: Like that's the thing is like when yeah, I say you can't hang, me, yeah, yeah, that's all I mean. Like yeah, I don't mean like you know like it's it's one of those things where it doesn't matter what your life is if you if you if you're trying and you're trying to make them and stuff like that. Like that's you know, it's the people who have never tried. Like that's you
1: know, that's me. I, uh, anyway, I really I really wanted to go to Kubert, but uh, sure. I bow to my father, demanding that I get a real degree. Uh, sure, yeah. And then in the last two years, I switched to an illustration degree anyway. So fuck it.
2: Yeah, there you go. Well, that's <laughs> the, nice. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> Yeah, and that's probably what I would have done had I gone to, like, a state school or whatever. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, you know, my parents, like, they were just happy that I was deciding to go to any kind of school. So they, you know, it's like while, you know, they helped me split the financial load and stuff. Um, and I, you know, it's like one of those things where in the end, like, while it was a little bit more expensive than a state school, it was way cheaper than any other art school that was around at that time. It oh. certainly, you know, so okay. it was one of those things where it was actually cheaper for me to go to New Jersey to go to art school than it was to stay in Kansas City to go to art school. So <laughs> yeah, it's super weird, Works but out, man. yeah, yeah. Um, I got a lot out of it in my life kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's been kind of a common, uh, sorry, a nice through line in that, you know, it's, it's, it's own weird, like, you know, battle, like war or whatever. Cause you will meet Cubert students of any age and any time that they've been and you instantly have something in common that you can kind of like talk about and, you know, you both like it, whether it's the town itself or the things at the school or I mean, some of the teachers I had are still there, you know, so I mean, it's there's a commonality in a, of experience and knowledge there that has been, you know, useful and also helps you make new friends as well as keep in touch with old ones. So.
0: I, 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 fu- I found the same thing uh, when I meet up with people who have also worked at Arby's. So, yeah, <laughs> it's uh I don't know. That's
2: Dude, true. those curly fries, man, they bring yeah, I mean exactly. they'll they'll keep you
1: <laughs> So many inside jokes based on horsey sauce, you guys. Oh uh, my god, you don't you don't know man. You're such elitists, so elite. That ain't meat. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know what that means. I've never worked in an army, so I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't get an interview. Anyway. Um we should wrap this up. Yeah, so, John, do you have anything you want uh, folks to be aware of or look at in the next uh, so often or so?
1: God, that swamping blog is still happening. I know, but also uh, the
0: book is doing well, too. And also, uh, if people want to look on YouTube, you did a uh, bit of a seminar thing, talk to folks over at the uh, Google.
1: Yeah, I did oh, a, nice. I did a, okay, a yeah. Google talk about uh, about terrible superheroes, and I, I basically built it around making fun of Google, and they loved it. So. One well, well, like, of well, my, well. my
0: favorite parts of that, uh, towards the end, uh, explaining uh, why you wrote the book, and it was about to spite someone else, and there was far less laughter at that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved that, you're like, oh, I did it just to spite this guy, and it was kind of like, oh, didn't... it's like, oh, I was laughing and laughing, and the folks there were not <laughs> laughing as much, Yeah, uh, oh, that's great. That was one of
1: several several jokes that fucking flubbed. But
0: <laughs> I I, I love that one. That was my favorite. That was one of my favorites. The entire thing was that they
1: did not they did not like <laughs> the like dick jokes. Man, I could not get a laugh with a dick joke to save my life.
0: Well, I'll tell anyway, you, you did a lot of references to Ask Jeeves and Bing. They didn't like those. I don't get that. No, nope, nope. I,
1: I mean, well, I was gonna say of all the Alta people,
0: oh, it's Vista. Plain... Nothing there. Nothing there. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Of all the people that find your dick funny, like they just didn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, nice! Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget sucks. to check out my uh, check out my profile on Pornhub. I am the top <laughs> search category. Uh, yeah, great.
0: Oh, but anyway, your book's still out there. It's it's uh yeah the, the it's doing
1: it's doing very well. I haven't uh, I haven't uh, kept up on the rating on Amazon because I'm getting nervous about it. But yeah, it's it's doing very well. There may be some more news about it coming up soon, and oh. I'll just wait. We have some.
0: Oh, great. Awesome. Good. So, uh, yeah, look, there might be a paperback in your local bus station. So that's good. <laughs> Just kind of laying around next to the uh, coin Off TV sets. So, yeah, they'll actually, be out there.
1: Uh, it's being burned because of its uh, how it influences teens.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> a lot of books can't do that. That's great, John.
1: That's <laughs> I like to influence the youngsters. That's
0: nice. Straight talk to teens. Anyway, well, that's the show for this time around. Uh, if you want to listen to other episodes of Just One More Thing... I uh, can uh, go to our website jmtpodcast.com, dot com, or search the TV and film section of iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever your favorite way of listening to these sorts of fake radio internet programs is. We're there, and if you like it, leave a, uh, a rating, uh, leave a comment because that can helps us in the standings. Though at this point, at fifty five in, it uh, probably ain't going to matter much. But hey, why not? <laughs> Drop in the bucket. Who cares? Hey, everyone's the uh, Everyone's leaving the party at this point. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, we're always uh, responding to folks, reposting things you're talking about on the internet. We're JMT Podcast on Twitter, and also on Tumblr at JMT Podcast. Where in addition to information about the episodes, John posts screen caps and his further thoughts about episodes and uh, assorted Columbo ephemera uh, he's found here or there. Uh, well, anyway, that's the show. That's for this time around. I'm RJ White. I'm Clancy Doolittle. I'm what? Kevin Mellon. <laughs> Clancy Doolittle.
1: I just thought I'd try a new one. I'm still John Morris. No, so. I like
0: Clancy Doolittle. That's it.
1: I'm Clancy Doolittle.
0: All right, that's show. We'll it's good. It's here. fancy.
1: It makes me think you're wearing like a bow tie and.
0: Oh yeah, I feel good. A straw boater. It's definitely. Straight, there's definitely a cummer. There's
1: a cummerbund involved. There's a cummerbund. <laughs> oh, I see. Like a little, like a
0: little, like a string tie, and a. Uh, given the seasons changing, a seersucker shirt, a straw boater. I'm Listeners, Clancy do Doolittle. a
1: Google image search and find us the wardrobe you think is being worn by Clancy or, or Doolittle.
0: Draw! Draw us your impression of Clancy Doolittle. Send it in. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll show it to you on our audio show. <laughs>
1: we'll hold it up. Yeah, I didn't know where you we'll were going. Hold go your drawings everything. up
0: in front of the microphone <laughs> so you can get your impression. Uh, uh, Good night. <laughs> Thanks.
2: <laughs> but, Oh, listen, just one more thing. How do you want your chili, Lieutenant? With or without beans? Last night I had a wood beans. Right. I had a wood out. Right.
0: Lieutenant, what are you doing here? I'm well, just ordering some chili.